Hello, you're listening to Astrology Hotline. I'm Kyle Pierce, and this is the forecast for December 12th through December 18th, 2022. And we start off Monday with the sun ingressing into the third decan of Sagittarius. As it kind of slides into that third decan, also <laughs> it applies to a sextile with Saturn and Aquarius. So with the sun in the third decan of Sag, we get a sense of what the finish line looks like. We set our targets in the first decan, fueled by that sort of initial spurt of enthusiasm. In the second decan, we had our plans tested against adversity. Uh, certainly during the full moon, I imagine a lot of us were tested, <laughs> to say the least. Um, I do hope that everybody made it through the uh, full moon in Gemini, conjunct Mars in one piece. A lot of us may still be coming down a bit off of the conflicts or disruptions that came up around that time. And now as we're in this third decan, we are getting a sense of what the finish line looks like and sort of summoning the will to push ourselves across that finish line. There can be a bit of a, a weariness here. We're feeling a bit of overwhelm, sense that there's still a lot um, that needs to be done to get where we're trying to go. And it may be that we need to clear some things off our plate in order to get there. Thinking a little bit about how if you're riding in, in say, a, a hot air balloon, you're maybe reaching the end of your destination and you're trying to land, trying to get back down to ground, back to, to Capricorn, we'll say. And that sort of requires this maybe controlled reduction of heat, sort of gradually. Maybe you even need to cut some weight. Never been in a hot air balloon. I'm actually terrified personally, but I imagine at least in some cases you, you may have to do that. I know they have the sandbags on there. So this could look a little like that, actually. It's uh, reminding me of a, a road trip that uh, some friends and I went on when I was uh, much younger. And, <clears throat> you know, we didn't really plan all that well. We just knew that we wanted to drive around the country and hit a certain number of cities and do it all in about two or three weeks. And we got um, to Las Vegas, uh, coming from Michigan, going down to Florida to pick up a friend and then, you know, circling through the southern United States and Texas to Las Vegas. We still had California to do, but it was uh, clear that we were running out of money. So we quickly had to become very clear about what uh, was a priority. We definitely had to make some cuts. And by the time we got to Utah, uh, or rather California, <laughs> we had to sort of restructure our plan. Uh, we contacted a friend in Colorado. We were going to stop there uh, to sort of eat and refuel, uh, take a nap, because at that point we were just uh, driving straight home and sort of pooling every last resource we had towards that end. So on the one hand, there's a level of satisfaction and having, you know, accomplished most of what we wanted to accomplish with the trip. But I uh, recall that the experience was not pleasant uh, those last few days, but it did end up making a good story, which I'm not going to get into right now because we need to stay on track. But this is kind of the theme here. 
might need to get serious about what needs to to be done. We might be having to to dig a little bit to find our resolve. And with Mars, you know, still uh, still retrograde and sending sort of uh, arrhythmic waves of, of energy, we needing to suppress impulses that might compromise the fulfillment of of the goals or obligations that you know we still need to achieve. And this uh, Sun Saturn sextile can be, I think, helpful while perhaps not not energizing, but sort of gets us. Uh, comfortable with the idea of being uncomfortable. Interestingly, as uh, the sextile is occurring, Mercury, which is in Capricorn, and hurtling uh, forward at sort of maximum Mercury speed, it's a solid degree and a half. It's it's moving fast. And by the end of the day, it'll already be uh, at about nine degrees of Capricorn, where it's actually going to hit sort of shadow aspect with the sun in Sagittarius called Antitia. They will be equal distant from that cusp of Capricorn. So they're sort of mirroring each other. Uh, Many astrologers treat this as sort of a secret conjunction, but rather different from a conjunction because it's occurring in two signs that otherwise don't, obviously at least, have a lot in common. Now this is an interesting point for this Antitia aspect to be happening because it's uh, right around where Mercury is entering its shadow because later on this month uh, Mercury is going to go retrograde where it will spend about three weeks moving backwards and it will again station direct at around eight degrees Capricorn so it may be worth noting that right now some of the track that you're maybe laying down may have to be retread or revisited in some way in the future. And to a large degree, that maybe just has to be part of the plan. There's uh, maybe only so much of what goes haywire um, that we can prevent through planning. To some degree, we have to build plans around those unexpected uh, curveballs, maybe. Which, you know, with this Mercury ruling that Mars and Gemini, we are likely to still have some in store for us. So, I mean, this can look like a lot of different things, obviously, for a lot of people, but <clears throat> this could look like getting uh, maybe just a little bit of insight on how to uh, establish maybe a firmer, more stable structure or even like workflow that can facilitate that sort of final push towards the end zone. It can also maybe give us a little bit of insight on you know, maybe what's driving um, forces of, of chaos that are unleashed in the, the Gemini part of your life that can maybe serve as informing uh, like a more strategic approach to handling maybe a conflict that is ongoing in your life, either between another person or internally. I think the overall theme this week is moving forward with a, a bit of restraint and maybe a narrowed field of focus. There's a lot of mutable energy uh, still at, at play right now that can potentially lead to uh, some dispersal of energy and maybe some frayed edges on things. And with Mercury entering its shadow, you, you don't want to have too many threads or sort of loose ends at play right now because it's likely that you know th- those those edges are likely to get split. So for the sake of uh, momentum, we'll say. Maybe uh, conserving our our gas, uh, maybe maybe even literally, given the recent Keystone pipeline spill, 
well, we might want to make sure that our, our channels of energy are as sort of clean and, and direct as possible. Maybe use uh, this moment of sort of sober clarity that we're getting here on Monday to lay down some plans that we can follow through on. And the moon's going to make a trine with the sun. Uh, the moon and Leo to be the waning trine. I generally like to look at as a favorable time to sort of synergize the sort of wind down in operations that we experience coming off of uh, any full moon. It's really there's a strong emphasis on finishing or in many ways, uh, and in some case, literally uh, sort of doing cleanup operations post uh, culmination. And this one's especially nice given the, uh, the reception between the moon and Leo ruled by the sun. As we get further into the week, things start to look a little less clear, particularly as we get to a square between the sun and Neptune, which will occur on Tuesday. It'll go exact around evening time, kind of carrying over into Wednesday. So there's sort of clarity followed by not so clarity. So this may look um, needing to push through some fog or confusion by just sort of sticking to the plan that was laid out earlier in the week. Uh, the Neptune square, I mean, it can be useful, especially when still pretty close to and ruled by Jupiter, uh, still in Pisces. Sometimes uh, when we're trying to push ourselves across the finish line, we need to build a little bit more of a dramatic narrative to keep us chugging along. It, it could be useful for making um, something that is maybe rather arduous and not particularly meaningful or, or fun uh, to sort of sex it up a little bit, you know, give it a little bit of a sense of drama or grandiosity, which may be especially useful um, because this week in general, while rather um, rich in maybe forward thinking pragmatism, it, it's not exactly uh, flush with tons of energy. Moon will be opposing Saturn as it's also making that waning trine with, with the sun. So this is very much a, a, a cool cooling down and perhaps a, uh, <clears throat> a need to put our um, personal needs aside for the sake of, uh, of a greater good or <clears throat> higher principle, or, you know, just to maybe get through the next couple weeks. Imagine uh, as we get towards the holidays, a lot of us are trying to maybe deliver on a certain set of expectations. You know, maybe maybe you have a kid that really wants uh, some $400 set of Legos. Those sets are really expensive. Or, you know, a new guitar. And a, a lot of us have budgets that are um, under extra strain as of late. So, you know, this may mean tightening the, the belt a little bit, maybe cutting back on certain uh, personal pleasures or comforts or putting in some extra hours at work. Because if you uh, are trying to buy a $400 Lego set, if you only have $350, there's still no Lego set. You either can afford it or, or you can't. There's no second place for Lego sets. I suppose you could actually get another Lego set, but I think you, you get the idea. You know, the general energy this week is, is a, a bit of laboring and perhaps a bit of <clears throat> sacrificing in order to achieve the uh, the spirit of what it is that we're we're going for, even if we have to um, shave off bits of its original form. 
Getting into Wednesday, we have the moon ingressing into Virgo, where it will make a generally more pleasant trine with Venus, uh, just as the sun is making that exact square with Neptune. So again, this is very much staying the course uh, through the fog, really sticking with the plan that I think is going to really yield best results for most of us, especially as we get into Thursday, where we will have uh, the moon uh, applying to a trine with Mercury here at about uh, 11 degrees of Virgo, rather 12 degrees of Virgo and 12 degrees of Capricorn, quickly followed by uh, the moon making a square, receiving a square from Mars. Now, this is actually uh, what we would call a translation of light. See, the moon will be separating from Mercury and very shortly after applying the square with Mars, sort of uh, reflecting the ray it received from Mercury back over to Mars and Mercury being in charge of Mars to some degree, or at the very least tied. Uh, that's a, a message that Mercury, uh, that Mars may want to hear, which maybe in a more specific context could result in uh, Mars maybe not taking all of the moon's lunch money, you know, maybe just given a, given a wedgie as opposed to a, a swirly, but in a more you know, general sense for a lot of us, it's going to probably feel a little more anxious, kind of a maybe frazzled energy where maybe a little more uh, disruption to our rhythm and plans than we would like. I'd say certainly not aided by the moon shortly after that square with Mars applying to a trine. <clears throat> with Taurus, uh, Uranus and Taurus, you know, while it is a trine, uh, the moon and, and Uranus, it doesn't, um, it's not conducive to steadiness which I think needs to be a goal for a lot of us this week. You know, you're, you're chugging along on that last leg of your road trip, and maybe you get a flat tire, or maybe you get uh, one of your headlights out, which is maybe the last thing you need when you're eating ramen noodles dry out of the package dipped in, in peanut butter. But a moment like that is a moment where you need to just address what needs to be addressed, maybe not let uh, panic get the better of you, or, you know, uh, split off your energy. You know, there could be a, a sense of urgency. It could be a bit overblown, perhaps. And this would also be a, maybe a, a moment where we have to make sure we're, we're not pushing too hard. You know, we may need to get uncomfortable and push a little uh, further out of our comfort zone than, than we'd like, but we don't want to burn ourselves out either. But, you know, if you do overdo it a wee bit on Thursday, Friday is a rather good day to do a bit of a, it's like a ritualized decompression, perhaps. Obviously, you'll want to find your your moment. As the moon applies to this opposition with Neptune, just as we're hitting that final fourth quarter square between the moon and the sun, you know, we could um, <clears throat> explore some uh, processes of spiritual, uh, uh, it's be just sort of sinking into a hot, Epsom salt bath or you know, booking yourself an hour in like a float pod, I think what those are called, uh, you know, if we're trying to uh, strip our, our vehicle for parts or for um, rid ourselves of, of excess weight, it may just be a matter of, you know, temporarily uncoiling ourselves from our day-to-day -day tasks and just sort of letting, letting stuff uh, fall off relax into the undifferentiated space between your body and that uh the water whatever your your per 
that preferred method of uncoiling or de-stressing. Friday is your day. We'll be getting the the moon in Libra on Friday afternoon on the East Coast, where things uh, take on a little bit more of a even tone. The moon will apply to a square with Venus Saturday morning, which, as far as squares go, is certainly substantially more pleasant than uh, one between Mars. Certainly, with uh, Venus receiving the moon by the square, this could look a little bit more like mandatory cuddling or. Uh, maybe spending the day at home in a onesie, maybe doing some light house cleaning, rearranging of your furniture. You do get a, a slightly mixed vibe of uh, getting getting cozy and getting some shit done. So you get a, a moon, we'll make a trine with Mars right after that square with Venus and another square with Mercury later in the afternoon. This could be a bit of a you know, finally getting that time to unwind and relax. And uh, it's like the second you get comfortable and sort of find your, your energy to do some of that uh, sort of low input household shit. Sunday, uh, things get a little more quiet. The moon only completes one aspect all day. That is a trine with Saturn, which may necessitate, you know, maybe balancing your checkbook you know, ordering uh, some gifts for those distant cousins you almost forgot about or that uncle you don't like so much. And, you know, maybe just nap. And with that, we'll wrap it up for this week. I know this may not sound like the the most fun week ever, and that's because it it isn't really. But I can tell you that it is a, a lot less stressful than last week. And overall, the next several weeks uh, look a lot less, a lot less challenging overall not a bit more um, subdued, but we do get some nice things as well. Uh, the worst of 2020 has passed, rather, of, of 2022 has passed. But yeah, thank you all so much for listening. As always, you can book a reading with me on my website, kylepierceastrologer.com. If you like the podcast, leave a review, share it with a friend, post about us on your social medias, and have a safe and fruitful week. And I'll see you next time. If you have a question that you would like to hear answered on Astrology Hotline, please shoot us an email at astrologyhotlinepod at gmail.com. 